All right, welcome back to Spellstorm Miniatures. This is episode number six. My name is Jeremiah. I'm Dan. And we have a very special guest with us. We actually have my oldest son, Bryce, who is back from college. Bryce, say hi to the listeners. What up? How's it going? <laughs> very good. Hey, uh, we're going to have just a fun episode for you today. Uh, this is going to be the last episode of 2018 for Dan and I, uh, just uh, just the two of us as uh as um, as Spellstorm miniatures, we'll have a we have a special episode for you later um, in a couple of weeks that we'll have recorded. But uh, but this is just gonna be the last time that he and I are just kind of talking about things, and uh, and so we're gonna do a little year in review of 2018, and we're also gonna be looking forward to uh, 2019 and kind of sharing what our hopes are uh, for that. So let, why don't we just get started talking about just some random fun stuff? Hey, uh, any of you guys play any fun games lately? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, me and my brother, we played some Lord of the Rings by Decipher, the TCG, and it was quite fun. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. That game died a long time ago, but it was so epic. Yeah. It's just a little bit back in the day. Like, yeah, I think uh, 17, 18 years ago, something like that. But, Whoa, has it been that long? Yeah. that's. It was uh, my freshman year of college, I think, is when I started collecting that and, you know, Oh man! Getting opening up all the boosters and everything. Actually, I was just cleaning my uh, my little man cave hobby room there, and came across my drawer of just card boxes upon the uh, loader yeah. TCG, and like made me want to play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have thousands of cards, don't we, Bryce? <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and so we actually we actually busted them out. And we played a three player game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was quite it was quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, to be honest, of all of the TCGs um, that are out there, you know, you know, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Pokemon, like the the three big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually had more fun playing some of the smaller smaller games. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, when I was in high school, I really really loved uh, the Star Trek uh, game that the Cipher put out, and then of course a couple of years later they they put out the, the Lord of the Rings one. And I collected that one big time. I wanted everything for that, and it was it was the one game that I probably spent a lot of, uh, when it comes to cards, a lot of energy thinking about synergies and things like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the ones that was just so much fun because you could mix it up a little bit, and you had to think about the same deck was your good guy deck and your bad guy deck. It kind of made that little bit of difference if you wanted to really go first, second, right. how the path lays out. Like, yeah, you had uh, your deck had to be divided evenly in half. You had your companion side, mm-hmm. and then you had your minion side, and uh, and when it was your turn, you played your companions, but then when it, it was your opponent's turn, you played your minions against them. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges would was actually managing your hand, yeah. because you only had eight cards, and you had the ability to cycle, and and some cards gave you extra abilities. They called it muster, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if and you're able to cycle more cards, meaning you had more control over what was going on um, in each of the battle phases. Mm-hmm. And the game really appealed to Magic players because you had to use a similar system of mana with the Twilight. That's right. Oh. And and it added its own sense of economy. Right, because the the minion side could only play as much Twilight as was offered mm-hmm. by the Fellowship side. Mm-hmm. So there was this there was this there was this gimmick, and you can have some serious choke decks. Bryce, you had a choke deck. Yes, I did with Gandalf. <laughs> Literally, just Gandalf <laughs> and and his ring bearer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went the opposite one time. I had a like a Hobbit, like a full on Hobbit deck. Like I would try to stack up like almost as much as I could. I'd have like four or five Hobbit. Well, I'd actually start with four and maybe get f- fifth one if I was good for a companion, and then allies. I'd have like eight 
plus allies like sitting on the bottom of the board by like you know yeah by number three or whatever and he also had followers too yeah mm-hmm. you know and so like yeah oh, just yeah. totally cranked them out and it was just again you'd feed so much you just hope the people didn't get the right cards in the early going and then you kind of space yeah. it out and i've never used the follower mechanic um i play rohan a lot and mm-hmm. rohan have has a lot of allies mm-hmm. and but i've never done the follower mechanic mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of followers in our collection yeah we sort of we did sort of stop towards the end of the game i think yeah. collecting and so we have a lot of the early cards i think mm-hmm. and then and then later i found a, a baseball card store in southeast portland that was selling them and so we were able to get the Reflections deck, which I think was a reprinting yeah. of, of some of the really good cards. And then they introduced new cards, too. Yeah. Those are the foil set ones, too, if I remember Yeah, right. and they were yeah. all foil. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. The good art and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, so we, I, it sounds like we want to uh, like resurrect the game a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> when you don't feel like playing with miniatures, let's get some cards out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. Keyforge might be uh, edging that back out again. So. Oh man! Last night at my Starfinder game, like every single one of the guys in my group are playing Keyforge. Like guys who I wouldn't even expect. Like Joe went to a Keyforge event at Rainy Day oh. Games on Saturday, and and I was completely surprised that that he wanted to like that he would that he would you know dive in on that. And he said he had fun. And so there might be some Keyforge decks in our stockings this year. There you go, that'd be fun. <laughs> well, we play some of those games. Yeah, the other games I've played is pretty much Candyland and Uno. <laughs> yeah, the, the classics. Nice. <laughs> Occasional sorry in there. Yeah, but that's the level of my kids. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, uh, we we just love games, and we we just love talking about them. So, yeah, I wanted to uh, maybe uh, mention something uh, that happened in, the, in between our last episode and then today's episode. Uh, last week was my birthday, and I got an email from Privateer Press wishing me happy birthday. I don't know if you ever had that. If if you get a birthday, you know. No, I uh, I don't think I've been signed up with them for a whole year so much to have birthday in there. Okay, it felt kind of special. I gotta admit, it came like um, twelve hours, like like at four o'clock the day before, hmm. and then and it actually when I when I read the email, I was like, oh yeah, my birthday's tomorrow, and so it was kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> but Laura, my wife, she did something amazing. She, uh, during her lunch break on my birthday, she went over to uh, Rune and Board, and Chad happened to be working, and she just said to Chad, she said, Chad, I want to buy something for Jeremiah for his birthday. Uh, what do you think he wants? And thankfully, Chad knew what I wanted and told her exactly what to get. Excellent. And so I now have my first unit of Immortals, and I have an Ancestral Guardian to go with them. So Ooh. I'm pretty excited about that. Scorn in 2019 all the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, after Doom Reapers, I right. guess. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be a bad faction, I don't think. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, speaking of our last episode, we um, we did a great uh, thing, I think, last last time. We had Jason on, and we talked about what it means to, to build community. And, and I thought Jason offered some, some really good insights and especially drawing from his experience as a as a dungeon master, um, and then also in miniature war games and in a number of other games that, that he plays too, and uh, we um, we got a lot of good feedback. There were some there were some folks who listened to our podcast who thought that it was a really good episode. Um, it's actually the episode that I share with non gamers. Uh, I have some some people in my life who are interested in our in our project here and want to know some of the things that we talk about. 
And so that's the link that I that I share. And I just kind of give them a little bit of feedback, a little bit of a, like background information about kind of kind of what we do. Nice. Yeah. So, but it, it was really good. And then and then of course a couple of days later, Chain Attack, the you know the big the big podcast in our in the War Machine world, um, they do a whole episode talking about um, a community, uh, you know, the theme of community, and they introduce a new uh, Facebook page or Facebook group. Um, what do they call it? The community builder. Yeah, yeah. And did you did you sign up for that, Dan? Uh, I have not yet. Okay. Oh, I did right away, and I actually signed up for it before the episode dropped. Uh, for some reason, I got a link or a suggestion or hmm. or something. I happened to be on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And then I heard the podcast later, or maybe maybe that maybe I already had downloaded the podcast. But it just hadn't listened to it yet, and so so then. But I was already part of the group. I was like, "Oh, hey, you know." And um, you know, Facebook's one of those places where you can find some really great things, but it's also one of those places where you can find some not so great yeah. things. <laughs> that, well, it reads your mind and it knows what you want, so well, it'll advertise that's, to you. Yeah, that too. But like some of the some of the folks that are on there are, you know, can be pretty discouraging. Um, like for example, in the community builder Facebook page someone um, posted just a question and the idea is for people to share positive things about our hobby and 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 so they um and so one of the questions was you know what was the best advice that you've ever received or something and so people go through and they and they post um some really good advice war machine is a is a fantastic game that has a very high learning curve but uh but you know i was thinking about it and i was thinking about what was the best advice i've ever received and, and, and it was really just two words and it was just have fun. Mm-hmm. And so I posted have fun and, and some positive people, you know, people liked the comment or whatever. And then, um, and then someone just writes gay mm-hmm. right on the pot, right on that, uh, you know, that, um, my posting. And, and I thought two things, um, one, um, that's a pretty negative thing to say in a in a group that's intended to be positive mm-hmm. and then two this is 2018 and and regardless of what year you should never use that word you know to you know to speak negatively about someone and mm-hmm. so um and so for the first time ever in my facebook career i actually reported it hmm. i reported it as hate speech because yeah. um because i thought it was it was very inappropriate mm-hmm. Um, I actually tried to report it just to the administrators of the Facebook group, um, but it doesn't report to to Chain Attack. It actually reports higher up, oh. and so um, you know, hopefully that person just gets some really good feedback about um, not posting such a thing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a real troll move. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Yeah, of the worst sort too. And so um, I, I just I totally disapprove of that. So, but anyway, so. Let's go back positive side. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so the idea is is that we want to foster healthy, positive community, right? And so, um, and so, uh, someone wrote, you know, ever since um, on our on our Discord, uh, ever since the the you know, has anyone noticed how the Facebook um, pages are more positive since Chain Attack started the new initiative, uh, mm. really digging it? And I think that was Jason who posted it. And then some other people started posting and someone was like, yeah, maybe it's worth getting back on. You know, they were so bad that I had quit reading the Facebook pages. And then, you know, and then Aaron Allen gets on and says, yeah, Change Attack has the right idea. Perry says, super good. And then, and then, and then Captain Ron 
um, in response to that post, says, I think the most important thing he said, he said, it's up to us to keep it going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, I think, and I think that's true. Each and every one of us um, who is a member of the community and a part of the community, you know, we need to, uh, we need to make sure that, uh, that we're being good, I guess, ambassadors for the game. Mm-hmm. And, and folks like that troll posting those negative things, it, it's not okay. And and just and having, just you know, just really pushing it. You you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, what what do you, what do you? Any other thoughts about that? I kind of rambled a little bit about the topic, but uh, no worries. No, it's it's the same. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wasn't meaning be happy. Um, yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, especially in the like I said the age and I mean I don't I'm not a big Facebook guy. I just haven't been and trying to get a little bit back more into it. Um, I'm not part of the any group, so like yeah. one of the guys talk about some of that stuff. It's like, again, we don't really need the negativity. I get it. You know, you put some stuff up there. Maybe someone disagrees with it. That's cool. Uh, maybe the the chain tech guys were using like 2D terrain versus you know 3D terrain, and everyone has their opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I, a hot I, topic. Yeah, I, I I get that. You know, and this is kind of the same way. You know, when you're just putting the vice out there and. You know, if someone just wants to say have fun, well, isn't that the point of playing the games? I mean, yeah. sure, a lot of people like winning, and you put a lot of time into this, and yeah, winning feels good. Um, but at the same time, if you're not having fun, unless you win, this game's going to be a little rough on you in the beginning, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. Well, I think having a healthy perspective yeah. of you know of the game, and I think a lot of folks who come to miniature war gaming have a history of of gaming. And so, um, and there's things that you can do to as a as someone as teaching someone a new game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ozzy's 12 and he gets it. So yeah. you know, it's yeah. not a you know. I, I just think, but of course, you know, he actually spends time and energy on it too. When he's mm-hmm. he'll come home from school and he'll get on War Machine University <laughs> and he'll just start reading things and his 12 year old brain just absorbs it all and he does not forget a thing yeah yeah it's terrible he's he's gonna be owning me one of these days <laughs> i did have a game with him we'll touch later yeah sure <laughs> actually it's a good segue you know uh, since our last episode we had the three commanders event and uh you and i were on different teams yep uh you resurrected the uh uh some filthy casuals and then i was on the jer bears and then uh greg and eli recruited ozzy to be on their team and uh, and all three of us, we ended up playing each other. Actually, my team yeah. didn't play your team. No, uh, but Greg and Ozzy's team played both of us. Oh, so, that's funny. Yeah. So when we got to <laughs> when we played the Ozzy's team, um, Greg was made made sure to uh, to not have me play Oz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very nice of him. So um, of course he fit me with Eli, and I have no idea what Circle does. And so, <laughs> well, I think you have a better idea now. But yeah, <laughs> I have a much better idea now. <laughs> oh my goodness! So why don't you? Um, yeah, why don't you just tell us uh, about some of your games, or maybe a couple highlights from from the Three Commanders event? All right, um, I can touch on the first round at least. You know, went in there and and ended up going against. Um, it was so first off, you know, the Three Commanders. Uh, as a quick recap, was yeah, three man teams or three person teams, I should say. And we ended up getting 12 total teams, um, which was pretty cool. But they did it, I believe it's German style is what they call it, where there's the three tables down. And you take, each team takes one list, we'll flip it um, face up so you can see which faction, player, whatever, and put that on a table. Um, I believe we didn't get any clear direction on, oh, who gets to pick first table, so we kind of rolled off for that. And so you flip up your paper, each one on a table, and then you go back and you decide who's going to face that guy. 
or you know you choose the matchups essentially and then the middle table or you know whichever let tables left over is the is the two left over so um yeah that style is a little bit different than the uh, team style that we did at the i5 yeah yeah it was kind of neat in a way but um yeah, first round I got totally checked under the bus by uh, by our captain there, but that's fine. <laughs> what, what faction? Who'd you play? So, um, so I was running minions um, mainly because I didn't have much time to play between I five and here, and it was what I was most familiar with. So I just did the same list, and so I got put down. And then um, uh, Grimkin Josh ended up uh, going against me. So that's what they chose. They chose that matchup, which mm-hmm. probably a pretty wise matchup to play in into me um the other choices were ret and signar and um so hmm. anyway so it, it pairs out and was looking you know pretty decent except for my matchup i knew was was a disadvantage um and i should have it's one of those things my mind wasn't i think fully into it mm-hmm. um because we were playing mirage the three flags two circles and and so i kind of looked at it and said okay you know, I, I dropped a Maylock and there's an objective and I should have chose magical weapons. That was my first error is really not choosing that. So that was a good lesson. Pay attention to your opponent's uh, a list that just chose four Grimland Swarms. Um, yeah. And so anyway, we basically we got into it and it went back and forth a bit. Um, he it was a dreamer list. He played the yeah, dreamer. I was going to ask who the caster was. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I pretty much looked at it and said, okay, either I'm going to have to try to get up on scenario, I won the roll to go first, or I'm going to have to basically try to try to clock this out, which Josh is a pretty good player, probably not going to happen. You know, his positioning was better than mine most of the game, and I just couldn't couldn't quite overcome it. There was a few bad rolls even on both sides. Um, and again, playing Gators into Skin and Moans, oh, yeah, not so great because he was able to pretty much kill some of my guys. I should have feed it a turn earlier. I didn't realize he would be able to chop through my lines as much as he did. Um, even though I kind of looked back on it in the math, I don't think it would have made a huge difference, but it may have kept a couple alive. But anyway, he would kill a guy, corpse up, get stronger, right? Two-inch reach. I mean, it just, it was bad. And, and really, it was my first time into that Grimkin style and just the Arcane Vertex on the Cage Raiders, uh, yeah, Cage Raiders, right? Um that's what the, the guys with the cage. Yeah. 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 Um, was just horrible because I couldn't get mortality off ever. And anyway, it we ended up winding it down to turn seven. I think we went nine to five on scenario. So he got me there. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, that scenario is live. Yeah. It, it was a live one. I mean, I'm surprised we got pretty good. And, you know, it just, it was, I could have contested a little better, especially if I would have done that magical weapons. I could have maybe made it tighter. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a losing game from the beginning, though. Um, but anyway, then my, then one other guy on the table lost and another one won. So we went one and two. So we got, that was, that was our round too. Bryce, you you don't play War Machine, but. No, but I'm a very adamant watcher. Yeah. He plays Watch Machine. (laughs) And one of the things that's interesting about War Machine is that, um, is that there, there, sometimes there's a real paper, rock, scissors kind of effect between, Mm -hmm. um, between certain factions and certain casters. And things like that, and so, um, and for some of us, when we when we approach a when we approach a game, we want to try to set ourselves up where we at least have a fifty fifty, mm-hmm. you know, where if we can just position a little bit stronger, if we can, you know, um, get a, and get a couple favorable dice rolls more than our opponent, sometimes that you know is enough for to tip the game in our favor. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our, our round one, we went we went one and two as well. And um, and uh, the one win was my win, and I totally cheated. So um, <laughs> here's my um, here's my mea culpa, if you will. Confession um, time. Yeah, confession time. So um, my goal was to play Scorn, and um, and I didn't have all the models built yet because I'm you know really new into into the faction, and, and I've been playing Scorn for the Journeyman League. Um, so I just went back to Cephalix, and uh, I really haven't played Cephalix in like since January, and so um, and so that's my that's my that's my excuse. It's not a good excuse, but so I, I decided to. I was playing Dan from the Hillsboro Underground, and he um, and he was playing oh um, exemplars, I think. And he had a, he had a bunch of dudes. It was a lot, and and I dropped Siphon. Uh, just because I wanted to run six monstrosities. I, I haven't done that yet. And I've been playing around with the list, and I just I really wanted to run him all day long. And so we get we, we just battle back and forth, and, um, and, and he's up on scenario 2-0, I think, and, uh, which is odd for me because normally I'm, I'm very aggressive on scenario. And, um, and so, uh, so it just wasn't looking good, and, and I'm low on clock. Um, I have like two minutes left. Kind of thing, and so I decided that I'm just going to try to go for a uh, assassination, and so I had to position a few a few sprays appropriately from my overlords to remove some intervening models, and then I move over siphon and and I have gallows Bryce, which uh, which says you know um, if you hit you can. You can move. You can uh, pull the model directly close, uh, directly towards uh, towards you. Mm. Um, uh, D six inches, and oh. um, and so this is the cheating moment. Um, I moved him a full six inches, and uh, I clearly um, clearly didn't read that well. And and so I moved him a full six inches, and then then I sprayed him, and and then my next activation was a monstrosity who went over there and clobbered him. Now, in my defense, I am, you know, I could have casted Gallows twice, yeah. um, or or if I had rolled high enough, the monstrosity would have had the movement. I mean, it wasn't an absolute, like, you know, um, but it didn't feel good. Could you have still hit him if you rolled lower than a six? Uh, that's the, that's the question mark because ah. my monstrosity was sort of around the corner of a building. And oh, so, um, yeah. but the thing about the monstrosity is he has a two inch reach on his weapons. And mm-hmm. so there's, so there actually, so the, so the math might've been there had I rolled like a four on the, on the gallows roll or something. Or you could have cast and it so, again, like you said. So it's yeah. Kinda... Or cast it again. Yeah. So it was bad because I didn't do it right. And I felt bad about it. And, and he called me on it later. He walked over and showed me and, and I apologized and, and, um, and and Dan Dan's a really good guy. He, he's really helpful for me in, in learning the game. And so, but I did feel bad about it. So, mm-hmm. and uh, that was our round one. So uh, the Jair Bears did not did not win round one. So, and then round two, I went up against Ozzy's team, yeah. and um, and Eli <laughs> Eli just just so I've only I've only seen Circle on the table twice, and I and I have no idea that you can just. You know, you can kill a model, get a, I guess, a soul token, overtake, spend the soul token. And you can do that, and you can kill ten drudges in one turn with one <laughs> single model. And, you know, and he has this upkeep spell that 
that you know that even though you're outside of the control range still triggers and and Morana too can cut herself down to five health and then all of a sudden heal back up and then cut herself down to five health again like he just worked me over and he worked me over in scenario and um and it was it was a proper it was a proper whooping (laughs) so and uh and um and i think my other two no we lost that round two so, uh, so, I, so I think after round two, the JR Bears were 0 and 2. Uh, who'd you play round two? Uh, round two, I actually played my own teammate because we got the bye round. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of a mixed blessing in a way, I guess. It's like, yeah, we came to play, right? You know, so I wanted to play, right? Win or lose. Yeah. Um, so it was actually good that we were able to set up and uh, played Ethan and he dropped to uh, Fixius Nine Slayers. Um, and just because it's like, well, I could drop, you know, Maylock, but I'm probably going to drop him again next round. So, you know, I, I dropped my Barnabas just to push the list, right? I wanted to, you know, see Nine Slayers a little bit because, again, this is my first time going into Cricks. And I just wanted to, you know, see how hard I can push Barnabas too. Um, and I pushed him again, made some made some errors, thinking I, I was more survivable than I was for some of my beasts. You know, those, those Slayers can hit hard. Um, and they can take a hit too. They're hmm. just tough. Um, but it, it boiled down to basically, uh, I charged Barnabas in there on Aphixius had feeded. I mean, we were kind of running time, getting a little hungry for lunch anyway. So I was like, let's just, let's just do this. And so Aphixius had feeded. So he gets a soul token every time you, um, force a beast or spend a fury, something like that. And I ended up going with Barnabas too. He went in there. I had to clear some lanes, give some souls over. And then I just did some bad rolls. Like it took me all of my fury, like you know straight dice even and then like i feeded to restock up on my fury spent it all down so i ended up giving them uh 25 soul tokens what? <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen that many right you know um i think he's gonna get every day he'd reach in his bag you know and i was like yeah you know at the end of the game i was just joking i was like yeah i was just gonna clock you by you know flipping it to your clock and taking your five ten seconds every time you have to get a new soul token out of your <laughs> your bag um but but he gets new, a piece of paper and starts doing tally marks. Right. <laughs> new, new, new strategy for winning. Basically, should have. Um, oh, man. So you know, like I said, I just went out there. I just I hit it all, and I took off like one Slayer. I don't and yeah. crippled the other one. So I didn't. I don't think I got both of them. Anyway, so or no, I did get both of them eventually. Um, it took me like every last little bit though, and so he goes to activate. You know, his caster sitting on the you know now twenty five plus what he gets like seven. So it's like thirty two focus, right? Yeah, and. He is, his slayer was standing behind me. His slayer basically turns around um, to hit me in the back arc and, and hits me and does just trucks the damage load, like just absolutely cranks it and kills me. And then we're like, oh, wait, Barnabas has tough. So we threw, you know, because he felt a little bit like, uh, you know, Fixie is sitting here on this, this stack literally like two inches high on the table of focus. He wanted a more glorious victory. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, okay, I chucked the dice and hey, I hit a five, so I tough. And he's like, woohoo. And then Fixie just comes in and wrecks him. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, for a, for a buy round, that's what sounds like a fun game. Right. <laughs> and he like savors it. So he's like, yeah. one, yeah. two yeah. on each focus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> on, uh, so round three, uh, so we're 0 and 2. And, uh, and we're playing um, some local guys, and I go into a Kador match. Um, so I'm playing Chris, and uh, once again, I cheated. So, uh, There's so a theme here. There is a, there is a theme. And, and so I think, the, I think the biggest lesson is um, uh, know your rules. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So did you know that a model can only be TK'd once per turn? Oh. I actually did not know that. Yeah, it's the, it's the last line of the rule. And so a model that's been moved by a TK can only do it once. So um, I had... Uh, I had dropped Thexus into Chris's Man of War, and the Man of War just were eating my drudges. Just, you know, it was like Pac-Man, you know, and and I got scared, and that's really all it was. And so I, I completely stepped out of the game, completely forgot about scenario, completely forgot about all of my millions of other drudges that hadn't died yet, and and the potential damage that I could do um, with. And I had an ambushing unit coming in, like I just, it wasn't. Um, it, uh, it was like fight or flight, and I was just flight. And so, um, and so I moved up Thexus, and I feeded, moved his Man of Wars out of the way. Then I TK'd one of his Man of Wars um, to be facing an opposite direction so I wouldn't take a free strike. Then I TK'd my Monstrosity three times, cool. and then and the Monstrosity charge and killed Vladin like one shot or something. But the idea of the the fact that I TK'd my monstrosity three times, that's so um, so Jeremiah is two and one on the day and mm. both victories are because I cheated. Ouch. And oh. so I want to apologize to uh, to Dan and I want to apologize to Chris who um, you know, and I don't even know if Chris knows because I didn't get a chance to I didn't learn about that TK. Um, like I didn't discover the, that that um, until uh, just a couple of days ago, when I was kind of looking through my list again, and mm. and, I, and 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 I just felt felt really bad about it. And so, Chris, if you're listening, I'm, I'm really sorry, <laughs> and uh, and I'm really sorry that it was a bad, it was an overall bad game experience too, because um, because I didn't give him a game, yeah, you know, because I I was just I I literally um, it was it was like fight or flight, and I just got scared, and I just did the like the the, the jankiest thing I could do, and um, and so. I, w- I would love to offer Chris just a, an actual game next time. So that's that's me to you, um, Chris. Well, there you go. And Chris is a pretty good guy, so I think he'll be all right. Uh, Dan might hold the grudge for a while. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm um, seeing him on Wednesday. Right. <laughs> he'll, let, he'll let me know about it. <laughs> um, and th- th- that's always that hard point, right? And you hear, oh, the drool, drool calls and this and that. I mean, again, Gallows and TK are kind of like a lot of factions have that spell. So, I mean... Not Kador. Well, okay, not not Kador. <laughs> True. Okay, I'll give you that. But I mean, like I, I at least know what you know. Most of those do, of course. No. Signar helped with that, and you know, yeah. Um, I never experienced that stuff playing as a Kador player. So. Right. Oh, and Chris was playing Kador. So he probably wasn't even aware of the, yeah, the rule to call out on it. Yeah. Exactly, and that's that's the that's the bad part about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah, my round three ended up against uh, against Oz, which was kind of good. Um, I think that was yeah they they had they had put Oz up and then I think uh, Ron had put his up and then so the matches laid out and um, I got thrown into into the trolls, um, which was fine considering the other was uh, was a circle and um, scorn uh, two ancestral guardians there I think Greg was piloting so. Yeah, going against who was running Madrak. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Those are Supreme Guardians. Oh, Supreme Guardians. Thank Sorry. You. All right. I know. <laughs> it's only my favorite model in the game right, right. now. The very reason why I'm playing Scorn. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So sorry. And so what's always fun about Oz is he just has a little bit of a different, like, so a different list or playing things. Like, he had Sons of Brag chilling on there, you know, um, which almost no one does. And it was kind of a fun game. Like, we both knew we were, you know, everyone's kind of in the fun bracket, I guess, at that point. 
<laughs> so, which is the thing. And so we just were having a little fun and maybe, you know, he has that familiarity with me or whatever. And so he was, he was trash talking like a madman. But that's all right. It's <laughs> only because he knows you. I, think. I, I know. But he's the only kid. There's like yeah. 37 adults. Right. And he's the only kid, yeah. you know, at this event. And so he kind of has to do something to hold his own, I think. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think he was having a good time. Kept calling me a bully. Well, that's all right. Yeah. No, but we had fun. Like, yeah. you know, oh, I knew you were going to choose this. Like, you know, so it was back and forth. So I dropped Maylock again. And so he was running like... His trolls were like two champs, Fenblade, oh, uh, a Skinner. So, yeah, Sons of Brag and a Skinner. So, I mean, and then, like, his battle group was, yeah, a Bomber and an Axer. Um, you know, so, again, you get some different unique lists out of them, which were fun. Um, anyway, so I won the role of that go first. And so, again, it kind of played out as you expect. A bunch of tough gators going against a bunch of tough trolls. Um, yeah, it wasn't the final... CP one nothing. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's how it ended up ending. Uh, basically, we also kind of forgot some rules there. I forgot I had mortality to his champs and done a bunch of damage. I think I had most of his down to like two. Like he had done three damage on like all of his whole troll unit with Scaldy and everything, and then went over to his turn and he feeded and healed them. And then about four turns later, I realized, or you know, maybe it was the end of the game. I was like, oh wait. Their mortality, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have been able to healed. Heal. Yeah. Um, and so I never yeah. cleared out a unit. I didn't score any any point. No, maybe I got the Skinner. But I pretty much couldn't clear anything because I left, like, one of his champs there left. I left, like, you know, two Fen Blades. Like, I just couldn't because his positioning, again, like, he would just crowd around like a guy making it. Like, it, it was a little bit different, so it almost threw me off on, like, how to yeah. <laughs> play into it and, like... Um, but it was it was pretty fun, you know, just charging a, a wrestler into his yeah. um, stones and just <laughs> ripping all again, but one, you mm-hmm. know, and just going back and forth. But yeah, I, I got his objective at the end there. Like we were both getting really low on clock, and I kind of saw as this was going. I was like, my objective was pretty safe. We're we're just beating up on each other's unit. So I just I cleared a path to the objective, capped the exact objective like on turn six. And then, or no, turn five. And then because we were both low, he was pretty much, we were both just like, oh, okay. I activate and I pass the turn. Like it was like <laughs> literally like 20 second turns because I think we were both under like two minutes oh, at this wow. point. Um, and it just ended. Yeah. I talked to him um, after the afterwards. And he actually said that, uh, that he misplayed the Sons of Brag. He said if I had, um, I think he, uh, that turn that you captured the objective, um, he either forgot to activate them or didn't put them in the right position. So yeah. One of those two things. And he said, had I done X, Y, and Z with the Sons of Brag, he wouldn't have been able to get the objective. And then it would have been a different game, yeah. knowing that time was ending and going to turn seven, going around seven. And, you know, um, I think I think that's a, a testimony to, to how much he, you know, he's progressed in the game. You know, as as a player, you know, to be able to take someone who's been playing for you know twice as long as him and and go and make it a turn seven game, yeah. so or a round seven game, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that was good. And yeah, like I said, there were there were twelve teams, and after round three, the pair down was such that there was and there was only one undefeated team left, and so we did not go into a round four. And, uh, and it was kind of nice, and, and everyone um, helped clean up and put everything away, and people were out of there earlier than expected. Uh, there, were some, there were some guys who went out uh, for food afterwards together, and, uh, and like the, the, there was a, a team from Bend that traveled in together, and so they went out, and, you know, and so it was nice to, 
it was it was a good event, and and I'm really glad that so many teams showed up. Oh, I guess there was 11 teams. Yeah, yeah sorry, there, there were 12 draft. registered, and on the and when it came to the day of, a couple guys couldn't. That's how you had that buy round in, in round two. Yeah, I guess we should specify so, that, which again yeah. speaks to some of the communities. Yeah. yeah, two people from different teams had dropped out, and then so one guy was like, "Hey, you know, my team drove up here from Bend. You know, I'll I'll step out if it means, mm-hmm. you know, they can, we can form all the teams up, and so." Yeah, so there was a couple two teams like consolidated or something. Yeah, mixed match yeah. teams in there and worked out. Yeah, it was good. Uh, James, I think uh, there was another hiccup, um, and and I think there were quite a few hiccups. And I thought and I thought James handled them swimmingly. He was very cool under pressure. Um, and I I don't obviously know the what the nature of those hiccups were or the outcomes of them. I just know that they existed, and and I thought that he handled handled them well. So. Um, so the German League um, is still ongoing. Uh, confession, I have played a total sum of zero games since our last episode, so I'm a little behind. I need to actually build the model for week four <laughs> and, and play it, and then, I, and then week five, and I think this week is week six. Like, I'm a little behind. So um, if I can get out to Runenboard this Wednesday, hopefully, I don't know, maybe get some games in. We'll see. Uh, and you're not doing the German League? No, correct. No, so. Um, our hobby fo- hobby progress. We have the finish a figure challenge, and mm-hmm. uh, I uh, did not finish my figure. My figure was Warhog, and um, there's just a lot of detail there. And I basically have his skin left. He's a topless um, war beast, and I basically have his skin. And there's a lot of scars and stitches and stuff. And I want to give them a little more extra detail, and so those aren't done. Um, and then, of course, I have to base them. But we had a, I hosted a paint jam on Saturday at my house, mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool. Uh, my evil twin, Curtis, came out. Uh, my wife made pancakes, and I uh, had mimosas. And then uh, you came out, yep. and, uh, and Ozzy was here. And so Ozzy was painting one of his towel models. And, um, and then, I, of course, was working on my Warhog, and, and I think Curtis is working on his, uh, his bears. Yeah. And um, but but it was nice to just sit around and talk and shoot the breeze. I got the idea from listening to an old episode of um, Paint All the Minis. Uh, the host there is Dan Adams, and on episode eleven, he had Will Hungerford on, and Will Hungerford was talking about how he and his buddies would just get together and have these paint jams, and that's what Will called them, and so that's why I called it a paint jam. And, and they just, uh, they had food and they would sit around and shoot the breeze and paint and, and just talk and hobby and, and they, you know, bounced ideas off back and forth to each other. And he talked about how it was, uh, it was a real forming for, for his community, for the group of guys that he played with. And so, uh, so anyway, so I thought up here, you know, why not start hosting kind of a regular paint jam? Um, and then maybe that's one of the ways that we can contribute to building community, you know, in the Portland area. So I think next time on we're going to try to do omelets and mimosas. And, and if anybody knows how to make Bloody Marys, I love Bloody Marys, but I, I don't know how to make one. I've never made one. So uh, so to all of you out here in the PNW, uh, come to my next paint jam and, uh, and teach me how to make uh, Bloody Marys. <laughs> anyway, that's the invitation. So, um, Yeah, did you finish your figure? Yep, I got my Gremlin Swarm with his little more custom base done. So I'm happy enough about it. Now I just... Uh, yeah, I have it based and everything, so he's good to go. Cool. Just All right. coat. And at the end of the episode, we're going to announce what our next figure is. Yep. So, 
So uh, let's get to our, our main topic, and our main topic is really simple. And we just wanted to have a year in review, just talk about what our gaming was like in 2018, and then, and then afterwards we want to talk about what we hope to get out of our gaming in 2019. And so any one of you can, can just talk first. Tell us about your 2018. Um, here, I'll go first. Now, uh, I don't play Warhammer for you listeners out there, but I am a l- avid gamer. I love board games and all the like. Um, I played a lot of Seven Wonders and Betrayal in the House of the Hill this year. Uh, those two are my favorite, and, and I'm really excited for um, all the expansions that are going to be coming out. Um, and actually, in three days, the next uh, expansion of Seven Wonders is going to come out, and I'm really looking forward to it. As well as the TCG for Lord of the Rings, I've done a lot of that. And actually, oddly enough, I've gotten um, back into Magic. Hmm. Uh, you know, I sold all my cards this past year, but I have a buddy in, uh, in my, lives in my dorm. He plays Magic, and so that's what we do together. What format does he play? Uh, he loves Commander and. <laughs> And you haven't been sold on it yet? I don't like Commander. Commander is my favorite form of no, magic. No, it, oh, it's 100 cards. Oh, yes, geez. it's awesome. And it's singleton. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I don't mind singleton. I would play 60-card singleton. That's like not a format. Yeah, well, I think well, I think 100 is, is because it's designed to be played in quads of four, four players. And so you need the cards to sustain some of those games. Oh, but then it's not fat. I don't and know. And you have double life. You have... It, well, it's more meaningful. You sit around, you have, you know, have something to drink, and you know, and a Bloody uh, Mary, perhaps. But you know, well, oh wait, you know, uh, you're playing. Yeah, he's not he's, not quite. He's only nineteen. So let's say root beer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wait, <laughs> wait. Oh, he does live on a dorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, like to top it all off, I would definitely say I've gotten London chess recently, yeah. and I've really expanded my studies on chess. Um, you guys play Warhammer, I mean, War, War, War Machine, which is actually very much like chess because it's very geometric and things like that. And so I've been studi- studying a lot, you know, nice. like watching YouTube videos. And I have a chess buddy who we mean him regularly, chess bar, if that's the word for it. I, I don't know what a chess game is called. Yeah, yeah. But we, we battle, and uh, right now our record is 8-8-1. Eight, eight, oh, so, nice. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. You guys are evenly matched. Yeah, it's, qu- it's been quite intense. Yeah. I coach uh, I coach the chess team at uh, at your old high school, and yeah. and uh, it's uh, actually it's less of a team and more of a club um, because of the high school level uh, in the state of Oregon. Chess is a more individual effort, and so I would say individual sport. But some people challenge me on whether or not chess is a sport, and so I'm just going to say effort. And um, and so um, I'm so I'm really really happy that you're playing chess. Oh yeah. Um, so I have I have a an interesting defense that I've been studying this past couple of weeks. Hmm. Uh, maybe maybe this break we can talk about this no, defense. Yeah yeah. So there yeah there you go. <laughs> well, yeah. What are you? Oh so um, yeah. So looking back on 2018 has been been interesting. Like I said, really ramping up. War Machine, Hordes was the biggest thing. That's been my my giant expansion that's taken over over a lot of space and time. Um, other than that, you know, Kickstarter took a lot of my money as well. Um, just good and bad, but I just I've I've learned to teach myself stop going on Kickstarter. <laughs> um, it's kind of probably better. On um, the fun part is I should have a lot of good games and some cool miniatures and everything coming. Oh, yeah. um, so that's that's that positive aspect of it. Uh, but other than that, it's really been been trying to get get like I said better at uh, warmer hordes and and really learning that and and like I said knowing your rules and then just help to know some of the overarching rules and then 
really setting aside some time with you know family and playing you know board games again like i said they're a little bit simpler like sorry and Candyland and so forth but you know yeah. just getting that time in nice yeah our uh, our D group um has we we paused on D and are now doing our Starfinder campaign, and we're having a lot of fun doing that. We invited a couple new guys to join our team for that, and uh, and so that's added some uh, some fun dynamics. And um, so I always have that. And then and then Laura and I we play with Joe and Jen um, Pandemic Legacy. Mm. So this past year we we finished season one and then we started season two. And uh, so far, season two hasn't bode as well as season one, but it's a little more challenging. And then as far as, I guess as far as tabletop war games go, um, uh, I have not played a game of Age, Age of Sigmar in uh, probably six months. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been weird because uh, I love Age of Sigmar. It's one of my favorite, just kind of beer and pretzels. You know, set up the dining room table, set up the terrain, and just and just roll you know, dice, a, a crap ton of dice, because that's what Warhammer is, um, and and it's awesome. But um, but uh, just uh, you know, War Machine is sort of kind of bubbled to the top for me. Um, I haven't even played 40k in hmm. a while either, and so um, and so Oz, when he started playing War Machine and he started getting into it, that's become the game of choice and. Um, and so that's the thing that we talk about most, and, the, and that's the thing that we, um, you know, I guess put our energy towards. And and so, but we also play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. So I have a new deck that um, that I've been working on, and I finally beat Oz last week. So he has a he has a deck that's that my stuff just couldn't f- figure out, and so um, and so I figured it out finally, yes. and with a little help from Quincy from Guardian Games, and so. Um, I'm really happy about it, and so to finally, finally emerge victorious, <laughs> I beat my son. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So I think um, as I reflect on 2018, um, especially when it comes to my to my war machine hobby, I um, expanded big time. You know, a year ago I was only playing Kador, and now I'm you know playing some mercenaries and. And and Kador, and now I'm, you know, working on some scorn and some minion stuff, and so, um, so my understanding of the game has been pretty big. But as I, and then as we transition to looking forward 2019, um, you know, my War Machine goals um, is actually I actually want to focus, and because I, I feel like um, 2018. My, my mind space was kind of all over trying all these different new things and and one of the things that makes War Machine so beautiful is is if you actually focus on something and and develop that that actually will eventually lead to you becoming a really good player because because of the same kind of um, you know tools and tips and tricks that you learn along the way in being good at something um, can has a great crossover effect so like for example, I think I want to focus on a, a, a very small handful of casters for Scorn as I build up that army and just play them over and over and over again. Get my head beat in until I finally win a game, legitimately too, without cheating. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. What are your guys' goals for 2019? Well, uh, I mean, 
it's kind of a lot of different things. I'm still getting back and forth. I'd like to start winning more than I'm losing um, in War Machine, but hey, we'll get there. Like you said, it's it's the idea of focus down on a few more. Again, that's scattered where everything's so cool and, you know, ah, that's neat and that's neat. There's you know, a like, lot of shinies. Yeah, like I said, 2018, I kind of expanded into some multiple factions and now, you know, I need to need to maybe offload some of those or, you know, trade or get where I want to be. Um, so, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going into Trolls at the beginning of the year at least. Uh, run some run some Troll Bloods there and, and try that out and, again, focus in on them. There's some hit or misses there. I'm kind of seeing, you know, there's going to be some weaknesses, maybe some strengths. So, again, especially with all the mortality and grievous wounds, yeah, it makes me a little scared to run trolls. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes at least. Um, if anything else, have some fun with it. There, there's some neat models. I like their aesthetic, their ideas, some of their stuff. So nice. putting those lists together. <laughs> um, I'm really hopeful that the mystery box that we got, you know, um, like I said, you can check it out. I have a little unboxing video of that if you guys haven't seen it yet now that's kind of past news but it came with some decent little troll units mm -hmm. which was kind of an interesting mix but it also had the meat thresher and it still confuses me and a lot of other people of why it had the meat thresher as it's a minions battle engine so you can't play it any in sort theme. of way with trolls right now no not even in theme because if you go out of theme it's still not available oh really yeah because it's a minions not, I didn't realize it was available. Yeah. Oh. So you, like, as far as I know, maybe someone can correct me, but you can't even play this this cool thing. Now, granted, I have some minions and, you know, Jaga Jaga to meat thresher sounds good, but it's kind of... Are you checking? Uh, <laughs> and so, so... I can include it in Scorn, I oh, think. Yeah. Oh, nice. And... And so I'm kind of maybe a little bit hopeful that there's going to be some sort of uh, like rule change that, hey, you can take this meat thresher. Like the, mm. the mercenaries um, uh, siege crawler can be taken with Signar, which in their mystery boxes, they got two of them. Um, as far as I know, you can't take two because you can only take one of the out of faction. But again, maybe that's going to change. So maybe some battle engine changes. Kind of weird. Is there a rules update on schedule next year? for? Not that we know of. Right there's mm. the cornucopia going on right now. Well, here, okay, I'm on I'm on Warroom yeah. right now, and it says minion. This model will work for Circle, Legion, Scorn, and Trollbloods. Oh, so you could play it out of theme currently. Okay, maybe. I think the big question mark is, can you play it in theme in the future? Oh, maybe, oh, maybe yeah. that's the key. You know, that's maybe those finites. I'm not really understanding because it's like again, they they said, oh yeah, you just add a caster, and this whole box can work together. Um, maybe we all read into that. But it says will work, but when you try to create a list in in war room it doesn't pop up under battle engine so hmm. if try it without marking a theme yeah pretty sure i tried it oh well oh it, top left you have to hit uh, and and then there's a little check the check the mark the oh, that box that says include minions maybe I, maybe i don't have that checked yeah yeah that'll show up huh, interesting so. all right so maybe i can use it so maybe hopeful maybe not either way meat thresher is fun that's cool yeah um and then I'm excited, and they announced the uh, the Riot Quest is going to be able to cross over with War Machine, you know. Yeah, and they have a new pig model. Yeah, on exactly. a tank. Pig on, on a tank, exactly. War Machine or Hordes is getting a tank before War Machine. I'm going to say because Crucible Guard, you have tanks. This is the hot take right here, and we're talking trash. But that's a like a train. Come on, everyone calls it a train, not a tank. Yeah, you know. So we'll we'll see a tank, um, and then Boom Howler. So maybe you know trolls could pick up you know get boom howler 2 and a pig tank eh? yeah give you new options yeah. yeah um so kind of excited about that um 
Well, and what's funny is I think the tank's going to be like it's going to be on a small base. Like I heard fifty mil. Oh, it's going to be a fifty mil. Either yeah. way, it's still going to be a tank that's like literally like is that big. Um, so it's going to well, be. Well, pigs are real small. They're yeah. like. I want to eat a pig in a blanket. Yeah. In a blanket. <laughs> well, this is a pig. I'm sorry. I watched that Office episode last night. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. This yeah. is a pig in steel. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah. A steel blanket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of like the Iron Curtain. There you go. Ooh. So I'm in agreement with. Uh, I think I've heard a couple of people too say, and what I was thinking is that Riot Quest is going to have its rules, and then there'll be like a secondary card. Yeah. For mm. for war machine, yeah, it'll boards. be added to war room or something. Yeah, and so that's I think it's that's great. Exciting. I think Smart. I think that's gonna be really awesome for because Warhammer already does that. You know, you could you buy one of their box games and, and you can use those models in their in their the regular large game. So I have Warhammer Quest, for example, and there's some really great models in there that I can add to my army if I ever play DJ Sigmar again. Right, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, Bryce, what are your goals for 2019? Um, really simple. I want to play more games. Uh, yeah. One thing I found out Beautiful. Is, is whenever I learn more games, it makes learning the next game that much easier because, you know, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Every time you learn a new game, you can learn more things about other games that you may have not have seen before. Yeah. Like you guys, you know, when you learn about new factions, then you learn more about your original faction sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Bryce, but uh, our motto here at Spells Tour Miniatures is to inspire you to play more games. So that was perfect. <laughs> nice little plug there, sir. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I Outside of War Machine, um, I want to, my D&D group, what we do is uh, we take turns DMing. And so whoever the DM is, who gets to pick the game. And so when we're done with our Starfinder, I want to be ready to run through the breach for my guys, which is the, the Malifaux um, RPG. So that's my, that's my goal, I think, for 2019. And then my goal is to actually win Pandemic Legacy Season 2. <laughs> it's not looking good so far, guys. <laughs> but, so any uh, non-War Machine goals gaming for you, Dan? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try introducing my son to Mice and Mystics. Um, Ooh, that's a great game. Right? I've probably heard some good things about yes. it. I threw up on the Discord and was talking to some guys, and they recommended it, you know, getting their kids kind of into that, you know, yeah, D&D light, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So Plus, they just look like fun little mouse miniatures and giant spiders, easy to paint kind of yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun yeah. thing. Cool. Um, oh, lock and load. We need to go to lock and load. That's a goal that I want to yeah. do, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> And uh, I think my um, and then and then my my I think my spending goals is to uh, not visit Kickstarter, so that that's number one. Yeah. But then also um, I think I want to get a full scorn list painted up before I think about um, buying more models for that. So that's that's my goal. And my wife listens to my podcast, so she'll probably hold me to that now. And so uh, you guys all heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a meme about that, but hey. Uh, there's lots of memes about that. Uh, hey, why don't we wrap up this episode? I thought we had a, yeah. a pretty good conversation. Um, for those of you out there in listener land, uh, we have um, a few guests who are going to be joining us in upcoming episodes. And so we're looking forward to that. We have some great topics for you that that we think would inspire you to play more games and and just get into the hobby a little bit more. Um, I want to na- make some announcements about some upcoming events. Uh, the Journeyman League wraps up at the end of this month on the 30th, and um, the uh, the event it was specifically for the folks who participated in the Journeyman League, 
but I think Ben's going to be opening it up to anybody, and so it's going to be a 75-point you know, steamroller, and, mm-hmm. and you don't have to have participated in the Journeyman League to participate in that event that day. And, uh, and I think that's kind of nice in the year, you know, with, with that event. Dan, did you know that there's a new store opening up in Salem? So I heard. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Next Level Gaming? Next Level Gaming, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So Aaron Allen posted that, that they're going to be having a steamroller on the 29th. Yeah, I think he's hosting that, and um, it's like capped at like 32 players or something like that. Yeah, $50 to entry, I think, and it goes for price support and, I guess, supporting the, the store as well. Um, you can find more information about that event on the COG Collective events page. Uh, what else do we have coming up? Uh, what do we got? Rune and Board Scramblers. Oh, yeah. January 6th. That's, uh, that was originally scheduled, I think, the same as the Journeyman League wrapping up, but Chad moved that as Rune and Board recently is expanding their area and getting a much larger room to support all of us miniature gamers. Yeah. Word on the street is that they're gonna, they would be able to support a 32-man event sometime in the future, so that's pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, steamrollers are nice. Uh, no, scramblers. Scramblers. Scramblers are nice. I'm gonna try to make it out to that. Yeah, yeah you just you, you bring a list and and you have I think it's a one I think scramblers one, are one list yeah. and then you just put get yourself in pods of four and it's only it's two games max. So if you win your first game, you play the winner of uh, the other person's uh, game and then if you win, then you get the in store credit for price support and. And it's a great way to, you know, get started and also celebrate the new space. Yeah. And meet new people. Exactly. And meet new people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and if, and for those of you that are, don't really participate in events, a scrambler is a great way to get, to make that, to kind of be that first, you know, dive in, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to go to a big steamroller or a steamroller. It doesn't have to be a big steamroller. You don't have to go to a steamroller to, um, you know, to play first, but, you know, a scrambler is a, a great way to do that. And then, of course, uh, January 14th, the, uh, uh, we have the Masters League that starts. And so, and, um, and that'll be a kind of an ongoing progressive thing. There'll be two tiers to that. Um, after the pods, we have another event. Yeah, our King of Coins. Um, again, the uh, battle-driven guys kind of taking that from Jonathan there and, and going to run our own, own King of Coins as we are, we're working on that. So when that wraps up, we'll be able to kick, kick off that and have some fun. Again, the basic... It's going to be eight coins out there, four hordes factions, four war machine factions. doesn't really matter what faction you play. You can get any coin you want, and it'll just start out that way, and you challenge somebody for their coin. You win, you get the coin, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that will go on until, you know, we're, I think we're finalizing our dates range of how long we want to do that for, and then at the end of, of the time period, we'll have a eight-man pretty much steamroller right, yeah. person. Um, so if you have a coin, you're admittance to the... You know, there'll be a a cost to add, to participate in the King of Coins, but then the the final tournament itself, it would be your price of admission is the coin, and you'll get to keep the coin. You have to you like have to that. earn yeah. your right to but, participate in that. Yeah, and and to get the prize, the grand prize. That's I think yeah. that's an amazing right. thing. There'll be some fun. We'll get the rules posted up on the website and everything, and, and yeah. get that going. But we weed out the weak ones. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of, yeah. Or or you can get really lucky the night before, challenge <laughs> challenge somebody yeah. for a coin, steal their coin the night before, and then take their place. <laughs> that's right. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, savage. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, well, well, what's on your hobby desk? Uh, let's uh, let's wrap let's yeah. wrap this up. What's so, on your hobby uh, desk? Yeah, I uh, right now I have. A few different things. I'm in assembly mode because I just need to get a bunch of stuff assembled until um, we can get some good priming weather. Okay. And I have a couple 
fen blades I could start painting, but basically I got some ferro I'm assembling and uh, okay, and nice. Ferro, yeah. I approve. <laughs> do you uh, do you have a model that you're working on finished for the finish a figure challenge? Um, I'm not sure which one I'm going to go for right now. Okay. We'll we'll kind of see depending on the weather where that ends up. All right. Well, you do realize that we're supposed to announce it to the public so they can hold fine. us accountable. Ah, uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> be that way. All right. I'll probably work on some fen blades then. There you go. Okay. Yeah. On my hobby desk, I have uh, some Titan Gladiators that I want to assemble. And then, um, but my finish of figure challenge is actually I have two gun bores and I want them to um, look similar. And so I want to paint them at the same time. And so I think I'm going to get started on them. And uh, um, if I got to finish the Warhog first, but um, finish with Warhog and then work on the gun bores and, and get them going. So, hey, I want to thank everyone for uh, listening today. I want to thank uh, Bryce for joining us and just, just being a, a third voice on the podcast. <laughs> and uh, it was great to talk about some of the games that we played. I hope that all of you listeners had a wonderful 2018, and I hope that you are excited about 2019. I'm, when it comes to the War Machine, I'm I'm terribly I'm just excited about where what the game is right now. I'm excited about all of the momentum and the direction that we're going, and I'm looking forward to 2019 and and getting more games in and seeing what the community can can do and bring. Um, so that's good. So, uh, fi- <clears throat> excuse me, I guess that is time to quit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so please find us on our website, uh, spellstormminiatures.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find us on YouTube. Pinterest and YouTube, yeah. not Pinterest. Uh, yeah, we have a Pinterest. It's nothing. We're getting started on yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, we'll, we'll start getting our own models posted yeah. soon. And then... Um, and then uh, we will be on iTunes soon. And so I know some of you folks who listen, um, you have to uh, listen through the Podbean um, app or on their website um, until you know, and, until we get over to iTunes, where so for a lot of you guys listen to podcasts that way. But, but we'll, we will be there shortly. And once we're there, we would love to get, uh, get some positive reviews uh, just so that other people can, can find us. And uh, we just want to support people in, in our area. And we want to inspire all of you to play more games. So thank you, everyone. Appreciate it.
Bye.